Hello everyone. I'm Deepa Mirani, heading an alumni cell at Contents Day. So the theme of ePassion Share is to have a series of short sessions on subjects which are beyond the ePad curriculum, covering various domains, even from the non-financial and non-trading background. Today's session is from ePad alumni BNS Kumar. BNS Kumar is a con trader with 10 years of experience in modeling financial markets and building risk and portfolio analytics. Currently, he's working as a cont for Noven TIAA. Before this, he had set up an Elgo desk for Indian trading firm and was also managing Elgo funds. Later, he has also worked as a consultant for an institutional investor to automate his trades in FX. Uh, thank you, Deepa. I will try to give an overview of what all you know things we need to consider before you want to automate your strategies. And uh, and this is completely my own experience. This is you know if someone is planning, someone is thinking that okay, I want to start an HFT infra with Polo and all. This 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 is not a place. And this the the. Uh, the idea which I'm going to share or the points which I'm going to share will be helpful for any investor who is basically a retail investor or a small firm venturing into algo trading or want to automate how to execute his fundamental ideas or any, any trader who want to scale across dimensions like if a trader is trading only nifty or bank nifty if you want to scale across nifty 50 securities or you know, nifty 200 securities or he wants to scale up in different strategies. This will be helpful. This, this idea will be helpful for those kind of traders. Yeah, before going ahead, I would like to focus on the risk involved in algo trading. So uh, when I, so I think in 2017, when I was you know, starting up first you know, algo trade, I remember that we that is the first day where we started firing algo trades. Market started around 9:15, and in first like hardly 10 seconds, we fired 50,000 orders, and then you know we serve, we crashed the server. So there is one glitch which we missed, or basically one uh, if condition which we forgot to put, and then which which caused us a heavy money. So that is what I I try everyone to say. Okay, algo trading is not simple. And someone and nowadays, you know, we see everyone, you know, who can learn Python or you know any languages within a month or two, and they can they can be they can portray they can be expert in uh, algo trading. It's not that easy. High level of efficient code is required in algo trading, even if you want to trade in single instrument. And before algo trading, uh, before you want to, you know, automate your strategies, you have to consider all the market conditions, like, you know, RBI news or any sudden events like uh, trade wars going to happen, or some news which China is attacking India, which move market heavily. Like there will be huge jumps within a, like within seconds. You have to consider these these kind of events 
and put strict stop loss or you know try to uh, try to put some you know steps like okay if you know if volatility is increasing then try to switch off your strategy because these conditions can can take away your money take away funds from you know, 100% to 50% and yeah manual trading via charts is completely different via rule based trading what and what do i mean by rule based means api based trading so in manual trading we see okay one minute charts five minute charts or any how like uh, time time frame charts and take and then we try to implement our own intuition and then okay and then okay some moving average crossover is happening then we'll try to place an order but in apis every tick is different you have to and it is and you know you will try to match this candle chart with the api based trading which which is very difficult to match at the first instance that and yeah financial data has a memory and if you say so and you have to pass intraday dependency dependency data for the next day what do i mean i mean by this so there are some rules like you know uh, like if current day nifty crosses yesterday's high then we go long that means today's data is dependent on yesterday's data or you want to trade on you know current price most i mean crosses high up entire week then you go long so that means you have to store entire previous week data so you have to clean this data before you going to live for next day so there should be a person or you have to automate this process every day at the end of market hours for the next day trading and if you are if you are trading futures options or weekly options every week the option uh, id will change instrument token will change you have to keep monitoring every week you have to change this one and pass it to the algo if you are trading futures every month it will change so this is again a manual process which you have to download from the exchange or a broker and then yeah and then keep updating this algo right these are like the primary primary things which you need to keep in mind before taking your strategy or before automate your strategy because we are relied entire completely on the broker broker api currently you know zerodha is giving an api or master trust is giving an api symphony has tied up symphony is giving an api and tied up with various brokers so here the the mid one is like these brokers and then they are data directly get the data from the exchange and then we have the various application the broker application if suppose if if you are trading on zerodha zerodha has zerodha pi that is a broker application or zerodha kite that is a broker application and rest api we have rest apis either in python i mean rest api and any language specific apis like java c++ if someone is good in c++ or java they can they can directly take their respective documentation and start building their strategies or if someone you know want to you know build have a web based i mean html based strategies then you can use html rest api and charting apps so 
if if you are trading if you want to trade via amy broker then you can link the apis with these amy broker or metatrader and then write your chart based strategies and then start trading so the the your oms rms and db part are specific to the broker you you obviously uh, an algo trader has to manage his own oms his own rms before go, before basically at the time of placing the orders that is different with these oms and rms of the broker considering all the risks considering i mean like what you wanted to achieve our primary point of contact is obviously a broker api because we are not doing hft trading hft trading is basically you know you want to you know trade or you know execute something on every data point our our so here now our, our primary contact is broker api now we got broker api as an algo trader or an as a quant what you want to do you want to store the data whatever you are receiving from the broker api <clears throat> or you want to build custom plots like or you want to do technical based trading or fundamental based trading this capital allocation and trading instruments multiple instruments single instruments will go together or you want to build some statistical models or ml models on the live market or you want to pay their trade based on the events and oms ems events mean by execution management system even if you don't do any technical trading or fundamental trading if you are good in execution management you can make money so execution execution plays a very critical role and oms is order management if you if you want to like average your stocks average your buying or shorting you can do order management so what is your goal so decide that and then okay then we'll we'll take it forward so if you if you want to like my journey i started initially with storing only data so initially i started with storing data over a period then i i like started doing multiple tasks like storing data at the same time as well as trading one instrument i started with nifty instrument nifty nifty futures then expanded into bank nifty then currently i'm trading only like uh, pay trading as well as trading bank the weekly options so based on your task the level of the complexity of the code increases decide your requirement what you want to do is it only data recording so if it is data recording just you know it's it's best task just simply dump whatever it is receiving from the api and dump into flat file or db whatever you like you can dump into sql or you can dump into any redis database mm -hmm. then if you want to trade only one instrument rather than data recording then you can subscribe to specific instrument and then trade the trade on only instruments or you want then you want to do multiple tasks what are those multiple tasks so you want to do simultaneously data recording and then trade one instruments one instrument maybe in cash simultaneously trading in futures and do option trading then you then obviously the complexity of code increases then you have to have different modules for each uh sorry for each module which will monitor your trading your orders 
and then your PNL. So initially, like I started with zero API, then now I'm I'm expanding into different brokers APIs. So broker REST API I have taken. Then I started with Python API. So initially, I I subscribe to all instruments, cash, futures, as well as options. The data which I receive will be in JSON format. I send whatever data I receive as it is into the queue. So the queue structure, it can be, so if someone is good at a RabbitMQ, or if someone is good at Kafka, it depends on you. You can use whatever queue structure you like. I'm using 0MQ. Or if someone is good in shared memory, he can write his own shared memory and then, you know, they are uh, build his own applications. So once once we have a zero while well, like <clears throat> published, sorry, send data into this queue structure, you have different, each queue structure has its own pattern, like one to many pattern, one to one pattern, many to many patterns. Since we have only one client, like we are getting data from the broker and then we want to basically basically do multiple tasks. So this is basically one to many patterns, publish subscribe patterns. So I have taken, I have implemented one to many publish subscribe pattern. One of the, see, one of the tasks is basically write data into flight, flat files. Then I use, then one of the tasks is basically run the option strategy. And one of the tasks is basically run, use basically strategy on the cash instruments. So you can, you can basically write data into flat files or directly connect into DB. You can ask me like, why don't I write data directly into DB? Basically you can directly dump data into DB also. The problem is basically when you are using Amazon, Amazon DB or Google Cloud DB or any other live DBs, they'll, they'll, charge, when, they'll charge whenever you are writing files continuously into the DB. So that is that is one of basically based on cost structure. I have basically writing data into flat files. Now here, apart from, so within this implementation, you have to consider each part as an individual module. Subscribing to multiple instruments is one module. Sending data into queue structure is one module. Writing data into flat files is one module. And then your strategies is a different module as well as order placement is a different module. So each module has to run independently and you should, you should, uh, you should basically have an, another module or another process which will basically monitor whether all these processes running perfectly or not. So if suppose, you know, I'm getting data from the Python API and I'm subscribing to data. If this module, if this process got break, it breaks, then you should have another process which is monitoring this process. Then if this particular sub, uh, subscribing data breaks, then it should have an ability to restart this process. That is why you have to think that every process make, make as many independent modules as possible, which will be helpful for you in the future. Now I can, I can, uh, you know, I can scale this strategy. I can scale this, sorry, architecture to multiple instruments and even to different markets. 
I just has to change, you know, this broker API to basically if you maybe interactive brokers or if suppose if I go into any other broker which is giving uh, visibility to international markets, I just has to attach the that respect to broker API. Then my strategy will run. So never never try to have a dependency to between each module. Even the order management, order placements, you know, try to try to make it as independent as possible. Basically, a snapshot of what I do on a daily basis. My cron files to start basically they log start login basically a process which logins into the broker API. Then data feeder is basically a which a process which feeds the data, which basically subscribes to the data. And then subscribe process is basically as I mentioned, right, one to one to many one to many published subscribe pattern. This start subscribe process basically subscribes to the data which is published by the data feeder process. Now, this this is very critical. Sorry, prone to monitor process. This is very critical for any any individual. You have to have a monitoring process for each individual sub module. Suppose you are you are you are trying to Say for example, you uh, we have placed a like we have placed a long order or basically long order for a, say for security Nifty. Then suddenly you know the broker API got disconnected, and then we are not receiving any data data, but we have a long position in the market. Then how do you deal with this one? So you should have a monitoring process, which will tell you okay we have a long position which you can do either you, it will send you a message to your mobile or email to you that you know the process got break broken then you know do whatever you want or else exit uh, exit the question so this monitoring process is very critical apart from this uh, monitoring process you should have a monitoring process for this strategy as well for example I have a monitoring process for my strategy for strategy PNL. I'm I'm say suppose I'm running a strategy X Y Z. Then I'll I'll fix okay my strategy one is sorry uh, my PNL for the day if it reaches say X percent then I'll then I'll close my, close for the day or even if I if my day PNL reaches this negative PNL then I close my all strategies. So there should be an independent process which which will be which will run independently and checks your PNL for each strategy wise, and then cross check with your threshold. And then we have a Docker, basically one of my queue structure require, requires Docker. So uh, I am maintaining a Docker, and then uh, this is one of the base strategy which I'm running, which obviously every day it has it will create logs. And then uh, we, it has a config file and then main file and then the test the arguments arguments file. So these these are different models which you should consider before taking any strategy or any system into live markets. I hope I given I may be fast, but I hope I given an overview what is required what you need to think before taking your strategy into live market 
would you suggest any python library for managing positions or signals never use never like go that. for third party libraries please build your own functions because we never know how these third part third party libraries built on what are the assumptions behind this this developer you can use these third party libraries for backtesting but but try to build your own functions because you know what you are doing okay thank you uh, to set up an algodesk what's the need of business analyst for tasks like fundamental analysis uh again so see fundamental business analyst can you okay he can analyze he will analyze okay all the quarterly reports or annual reports and come to a conclusion that okay out of 100 stocks these 10 stocks are good and then this will these 10 stocks will perform better over the next quarter then then comes the quant part or algo part so how one say he wants to like deploy not one c into its its uh, security then how do you want to execute these trades there comes execution management you want to you want to have a best price so that you should not manipulate the market or you should not you cannot you know hit the market orders over the period of maybe like one day or one week you should take a positions that is where you know the algo trading or the the algo the quant trader comes into picture business analyst job will basically will end at suggesting investing into these many stocks but if he is good in coding he learns coding by himself then he can take the he can he can be a part of this the next step also okay great uh, can you elaborate on what you mean by uh, this something that you mentioned uh, in your session even if you are good in execution you will make money do you mean correct. handling yeah. market microstructure correct yeah so you don't you don't need to be learning all uh, you know technical strategies available in the market but if you are good in the the execution if you are good in uh, writing uh, you know algorithms you can always because this financial data is basically a random box write a good algorithm which will find a minimum point each minute or each half an hour then just enter into the market so that is how you know execution management will help you whereas technical trading or fundamental fundamental based trading comes from the chart where you know individual look into historical charts historical patterns and then try to take positions based on the pattern but each packet but when you are re receiving each packet what you want to do with each packet so obviously you know if you are if you can you know market if you know the market microstructure or the structure how market behaves then just knowing the algorithms just knowing building your own good infra you can make money okay great uh another question if we are running multiple codes which can be run simultaneously 
will the code run faster if we separate them into different python files or modules to run at the same time instead of putting them in a chronological order in the same file or module uh, i didn't get exactly say suppose if you are running 10 security simultaneously if i'm if i'm correct what is trying to say is he wants to run 10 securities simultaneously then is he wants to do like saying that he's put he wants to put these 10 securities in one file and run it or 10 different files and run it is it what he's trying yes. to say yes i think so yes. i think so yes that's right no so, since this is again this is not hft thing and even if you want to run 100 100 sorry 10 securities 100 securities even 10 securities i'm sorry 1000 securities you know putting a for loop it hardly takes one second to loop this 1000 securities so it doesn't matter for you if it is an if it is not an hft it should not matter to this should not affect much right right that's correct okay so uh, you said you can use zeroda api so can we use c++ instead of python i haven't you know if zeroda is giving a c++ documentation yeah you can go i use c++ in master trust using a, a nest api yeah you can if zeroda is giving the c++ api then yeah please you can go ahead what is the reason you use queues for data handling Ah, uh, simple. So you want to run multiple tasks simultaneously. I can put. I mean, I can uh, use a D. I can dump data into DB and then run strategies. Basically, collect data from DB and then run the strategies on that. But again, that is not an efficient. So I found this queue structure is more efficient. Now I'm consider. I'm trying to. I'm experimenting on shared memory. If if we if we can suggest better. you know better architecture than this then i'm i'm welcome to implement that uh, what kind of strategy you have implemented <laughs> so very uh, <laughs> very broad question. yeah well strategy meaning what so i i started with uh, technical based trading then i went into micro microstructure based trading then i already shown to okay. uh, pay trading so i implemented so i basically experimented enough things but yeah ml 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 thing is what one is spending i'm sorry could you repeat your last part i'm saying like machine learning part is spending but i experimented what like most of the things written in the literature from technical trading to alternative based trading to fundamental based trading to market microstructure to even execution management Okay, okay, that's 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 good uh, information. So you have explored all the different kind of uh, trading uh, areas, be it uh, technical, fundamental, algorithmic. Yes. Which one is the one that you recommend <laughs> to everyone? Uh, so I'll suggest if you if you are good in like you write a good algo. and intraday trading returns are far better than you know people say you know put in mutual funds or you know market is falling just invest in securities which have good fundamentals then forget it 
I hardly believe in those words, I mean, this kind of theory, because intraday returns are always better. Intraday, you can, I mean, if you have capital, you can even expand from one day to like maximum three days holding period. This, the returns which these, this will provide is much, much better than buy and hold strategies, our fundamental based strategies, because you never know what kind of news will come in between. Great, great. I second your thought. I think uh, because of the execution capability of Algo, uh, uh, Algo is much better in the intraday trading. You're right. So even say suppose if some good uh, company, say we have Nifty, choose good, very good stock companies like maybe Nifty five stocks out of Nifty like two hundred. But even if suppose there is some news, maybe tomorrow if China is at there is a war between India and China, obviously market will crash. And then uh, what are you going to do with your fundamentals? Or even who, like, what are you going to do with uh, you know, company fundamentals or market fundamentals? So if you have any good intraday strategy, which is taking care, then again, there is another theory people say, okay, there are good, these are good companies. Anyway, in the future, maybe like one year after one year down the line or two years down the line, this will eventually you know, go up. But those are again theories. Those are again based on probability. We never know what will happen next year. Correct. So if you have a very, very short term horizon, then uh, algo trading is something and intraday trading is something that will give you better returns. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, do you use cloud system to upload your connect your code yes. to the broker api yes so i use google okay. cloud i use google cloud to basically to run my entire uh, uh, basically my algo structure or algo architecture is residing in uh, google cloud if we are i'm uh, using google bigquery to dump my data uh, and then uh, yeah using the the the, the ubuntu os to run my processes. Yeah. These are the two things here. Great. We uh, have quite a few more queries coming in. So I'll please, just please. Uh, take a few more minutes. Okay. Uh, I think this is a very informative session and uh, participants are getting a lot of insights from your answer. So we'll just continue for a few more questions. Uh, uh, so as uh, as you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, uh, for backtesting, uh, you should backtest. You should use the external libraries for only for backtesting. Would you be able to recommend a few backtesting libraries from your experience? Yeah. So there's well, okay. You can use portfolio optimizer from the. You know, if you are using R, you can. There is a portfolio optimizer library in R. And there is a library called Zipline from the Quantopian. I mean, you can use this thing, but again, I don't suggest these libraries. But as a starting point, this will help you to give okay how your strategy is behaving, what is your drawdown, and it will give you a like better picture, like also graphically. Then over the period, you yourself will learn okay. 
if you learn the execution thing then you yourself write your own functions to basically you know analyze your backtesting strategy yeah these are two things first you can start with zipline or portfolio analytics for oh, sorry portfolio optimizer from r zipline from python okay great are there any good charting apis that we can add or use them any uh so i'm i'm so i implemented this library called python dash which is similar to r shiny i use this one for uh, you know plotting live data basically my own custom plots you can use this one as well python you can explore python dash even matplotlib will help you but python dash is much you know if you are if you if you are uh, you know if you are too keen into cosmetic wise then yes python dash will help you a lot okay great uh interesting question why do you use save the data when you can access historical data from broker why do i access so obviously when okay so when you are getting data on the live market directly i basically dump data again it is not free right so historical so for example zeroda is charging i think some 2k bucks for historical data again 2k bucks for the live yes. api so then why why i need to pay 2k extra for historical data when i'm anyway accessing need live api that is one part and when i started there is no historical api so i started recording data and it continued okay 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 uh, so uh, bns you mentioned multi leg options are you yep. able to manage the individual legs during the live of the strategy via an algorithm can he be more what do you mean by manage is it like whether order is going executed or not what exactly does he mean by manage like so basically you know say suppose if i am doing uh uh selling put and call at the same time then i basically do the market order so we can do market orders for the you know index options and if you want to do limit orders then you have to then you have to have a code which you know, obviously see the positions what you are going and then basically you should have a module for example you you are you want to you are trading uh, say uh, 10 call options and 10 put options and you are trading uh, limit or limit uh, orders then you should have separate order module which which whose primary job is basically to match algo positions with the positions in the live market so that module you have to develop so for example in my pay trading you know sometimes you know uh, you know orders will go for one security orders will not go for another security for example in the recent scenario 
I was trading Axis Bank and uh, Kotak Bank. Axis Bank hit a uh, you know upper circuit and my orders didn't go through, but my orders are going to you know Kotak Bank. Then obviously, so at that point, then I have to close my you know Kotak Bank positions and then basically close that strategy for that respect to pay. So you should have an independent module which basically manages and basically tells you you know what's algo positions and what is a live market positions what do you think is the place for a trader at algo desk who is not from a programming background and weak at coding but good at understanding the market and marketing strategy mm. you can be uh, i could say you can hire a trader sorry hire a programmer who can code for you and then manage your own strategy now so it's basically what what i have observed over the period is like i hire a programmer and i'll teach him uh, markets over a period he can learn markets easily but you know if if you are a, if you hire a trader and then teach him programming over the period it's very difficult for him to learn uh, programming he can be good at you know trading but how long he can he can trade maybe maximum five securities or 10 securities at a time at the same time but if you write an algo i can trade thousands of securities simultaneously so i could say like over a period and you, know, you have to learn programming uh what uh so there are many more after this streets what what is the cost of building api infrastructure uh, cost is very minimal so it's, uh, the if you are going with a master trust uh they charge a minimal uh, api per month and if you're going to zero i think everyone knows the cost so on an average you can consider two two thousand three thousand per month from the broker api and on average you know two thousand to three thousand per for the google for the you know cloud-based infra so in again initial you know three months three to six months these you know google or amazon they'll provide a free you know free storage you can experiment with that if you are successful in this if you think that your algo is working or you can take your strategy into live markets that will be good enough will give you confidence and then you know, take it forward initially on an average if you say for me it will cost around six to seven thousand per month and for because i am uh, and again your uh, the the cloud infra will increase based on the number of processes you are using Okay. and uh, what is the size of the data you are dealing with is it efficient to store it in flat files yep i uh, so i'm basically recording only nifty 200 securities and then nifty all futures and options you know uh nine strikes above 10 strikes above 10 strikes below nifty and bank nifty so on average it will be around 6 6 gb per day this is good enough for me 
I mean, this is good enough for flat files. You can convert into binary also, but I haven't reached that kind of data thing because I'm not entering into HFT yet, right? Okay. Uh, one regulatory question is that uh, uh, what about the strategy registration with exchange? Right. So if you so if you're an algo-based firm or uh, you want to register yourself as an algo broker, then you have to go with you have to present your strategy with the exchange, and then exchange will take a presentation and then take your see your strategy on a live market basically every saturday or basically on bi-weekly basis they have these sessions you have to give you a demo and then uh, basically not the your strategy basically they they look into whether your strategy is manipulating the market or not and whether you have a risk risk process in place or not it's not that you know they look into your strategy and then yeah once once you give the presentation, they'll give you a confirmation in like in a week or so, then you can take into live market. But that is again for if you are like an you know a firm which is doing algo trading and you are raising money from the external players. If you are a retailer playing with your own money, I don't think you need a registration from exchange. Okay, great. And this is uh, this was information was pertaining to Indian markets, other markets and other countries will have different kind of regulations. Do you have uh, separate strategies for highly liquid market and stable market? Uh, separate strategy. So right now, as of now, whatever strategies I worked is for, you know, liquid markets only like Nifty, Nifty exchange, sorry, exchange options. And then, uh, SNP and even BTC. So I haven't exp experimented on the illiquid securities yet. So maybe I'm not a right person to answer this. Is it advisable to spread components with multiple cloud vendors or to have them in the same cloud platform for better integration with respect to risk management? Uh, so I think it's always better to go with the one cloud provider because even even from this perspective, right? If suppose if you are uh, you know the VM, if your VM goes down, these the the provider suppose for Google or Amazon, they have their own backup. They include so they give the backup even you know if a VM is down, they themselves will help you to create a new VM with all the data. So I, it's basically there's no point of going to multiple you know providers when a we when a single provider is able to maintain uh, basically considering all these risk factors. First of all, very much thank you very much. It was a very informative uh, session, BMS. Uh, I hope really happy that. I hope people got an overview of the infra or the idea of what they have to consider setting up the, their own infrastructure. Maybe I was fast, but oh, I helpful that this. I hope that this is helpful. Sure, sure. This was a very much in, insightful session. Thank you, BNS Kumar, for taking a wonderful session today. It's a pleasure to have you here.
I'm sure the audience has got a lot of insight from the session today. ePassion Share is one of the initiatives. However, we are also looking forward to the other side on how we can bring the ePAT community together, especially in these difficult times. Do share your thoughts by emailing us or leaving your feedback at the end of the session. We request you all to take good care of yourself. And if you have any further questions, feel free to connect with us. And we look forward to having you all in our upcoming sessions. Stay safe, stay inside, and keep learning. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.